Welcome back, everyone. It is day 24. Audrey. Welcome. Another week. Yes. And the close of another month. (laughs) That's true. We are at the end of August. Wow. Well, next week will be our last week. Mm -hmm. Time is surely not waiting for us. No, it's not. (laughs) But I'm closer to my breakthrough. Yeah. We all are. That means we're once that's the way to look at it, audience. We're one step closer to that promise being fulfilled. Yes, indeed. So we're gonna finish up today um talking about those promises that may not, you know, may not come overnight, may not come in your time, but we are still gonna remain confident and assured that God's promise will be fulfilled. So let's um, begin today. We say, Lord, thank you for this week, for showing us in your word that you are a faithful father, that you are faithful in your word, you're faithful in your promises that you give to us. Thank you for showing us that we have to be thankful in all things and just be patient, knowing that You know the plans that you have for us, that they are good plans, they're not evil, that they're to give us an expected end. And no matter how long, oh God, those plans take to be manifested, Father, they will definitely and assuredly be fulfilled because you do not lie to us, Lord. You have been exemplified in your word time and time again, as we've seen, even in this week, that your word comes to pass, that your word will be fulfilled. It may not be in the timing that we want it to, but it will be fulfilled. So thank you, Lord, for showing us in your word. Thank you for your word, that we have the word to refer to. Thank you for the word of God. It is truly a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. It leads us and guides us in how we should walk out this life. It shows us, dear Lord, how to even be patient, dear Lord, in our waiting season. So we're so grateful, dear Lord, that we have it to refer to. We're so grateful for the Holy Spirit, which is our comforter, that gives us that comfort that we need even during that time that we're waiting. And we thank you for the hope that we have in you, our faithful Father, who never leaves us, never forsakes us, never fails to fulfill his promises. And we give you glory and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to be looking today at the devotional and also wrapping it up in um, Luke chapter 1, verses uh, 41 to 44. But let's start reading, which is going to be a bit of a recap of what we've gone over so far this week. And the devotional reads, there are promises that God will give to us, which will be handed down from generation to generation before being fulfilled. We see this in the book of Isaiah, where God tells him, Listen, I hear the voice of one shouting, make a road for the Lord through the wilderness. So we reviewed this um, audience in Isaiah 40 and 33. That was day 22. So if you haven't heard that, I invite you to go back and listen to that. The next paragraph says, years later, Zechariah was in the temple of the Lord when he was visited by an angel of God. He was given a promise that he and his wife would bear a son in their old age 
and he should call he should be called John. So this is the promise that God gave to Zechariah, who was John the Baptist's father. So we see all these connecting prophecies, right? Yeah. God gives Isaiah a prophecy of John the Baptist being the well, at the time Isaiah didn't know that it would be John the Baptist. Isaiah didn't even know who it would be or who it would come through. Right. Not even Zechariah knew. Mm-mm. Is that he was given a promise that he in his old age, he and his wife would be would have a son. And they're they're not even focused, they, they don't even know what th- this son will do. But they do know that they have been given a miracle because they're looking at themselves and saying, okay, we're very old in age. What do we do? <laughs> Pregnant? Having a child? They're seeing the impossible happen. But God's promise is fulfilled because Elizabeth does give birth to John the Baptist. Yes, she does. Third paragraph in the devotional, the third paragraph says, Mary was visited by an angel who told her that she would give birth to a son, despite the fact that she was a virgin. The angel also told her that her cousin Elizabeth, who was old in age, is also pregnant. When Mary greeted her cousin Elizabeth, she became filled with the Holy Spirit and her baby leaped in her womb for joy. And you can find this reference, as we said, in Luke chapter 1. Um, verses 41 uh, through 44. I'll even read the, the Passion Translation. It says, at the moment she heard Mary's voice, the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked and suddenly Elizabeth was filled to over, overwhelming with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice, she prophesied with power, Mary, you are a woman given the highest favor." and privilege above all others. For your child is destined to bring God great delight. How did I deserve such a remarkable honor to have the mother of my Lord come and visit me? Can you even just imagine that scenario, Audrey? Yeah. The moment you came in the door and greeted me, my baby danced inside me with ecstatic joy. So this is Elizabeth. Who her husband was given the, the prophecy that they would have a son. She's old in age. Mm. So her younger cousin Mary, Mary, so you can just imagine Elizabeth may have been what somewhere in her 70s and she's pregnant. Yeah, that's why her husband got dumb because he did not believe. Exactly. So you can just imagine this 70-year-old is pregnant. And her younger cousin, say Mary, probably in what? Probably about 17, 16, 17 years old. Yeah, we're, just that's painting, what we're just painting a picture. Comes in pregnant as well, but she's never been with a man. Mm. I mean, the, the, the basket full of miracles standing in this room. Do you see this? Mm. An elderly woman pregnant, a virgin pregnant. And you know what they say? Um, some theologians believe that the baby was actually dead. Um, Elizabeth did not feel any movement of this child up until this point. 
until wow. Mary came in the room. And that's why it was important to write about the leaping. Wow. You know, because she just felt it at that point. Mm-hmm. Promise made promise. Mm. That's what happened. My God. Promise collided with promise. I'm One that was, and both were prophesied by Isaiah, you know. Yes, Isaiah prophesied the, the, the coming of Christ, and he prophesied the um, that um, John the Baptist would be yeah. making the way of the Lord. He did. And he didn't live to see it, but mm-hmm. he saw it. This is the thing we have to say, too. Sometimes we'll see it in the spiritual realm, but not see it in the physical that's true. And it's that hope that keeps us going because the Bible said faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So guess what? We don't see it probably in a, with our natural eyes, but that hope that we have seen it, we have seen a vision of it. That's what keeps us going because we have that hope. And I'm sure with Isaiah that kept him going until he was off the scene and the fulfillment came. And we're reading about it today. You know, again, it's so important to write things down because even when we're off the scene, others will see. It's written. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just still here picturing the, the, the scenario. Anybody walking into their room and be like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Old meets new. <laughs> they both have a promise. You know? And, and they're each carrying some mighty men within them. My God. Yeah. yeah. One had to be a forerunner. So that one had to be born a little bit before. Hmm. Do you understand that Jesus and John the Baptizer, they were cousins? Wow. And even then, John the Baptist knew when he met Jesus, he knew his position and what he was about. He didn't try to usurp. That's right. He you know, himself. he humbled himself. Wow. He sure did. He said, Mm-mm. he said, I'm not even worthy. Yeah. You should be baptizing me. I, I shouldn't be baptizing you. You should mm-hmm. baptize me. Yeah. Because he recognized who he was. He recognized know? his sovereignty. Yes, he did. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But audience, what we want to shine light on is how long these, these promises to be fulfilled and they were done. They were fulfilled. God. Mm-hmm. God honored his word. Yes, he did. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Hold on to the promises of God. Again, we'll say, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man to repent. Whatever God said, I don't care what it looks like right now. And I'm even talking to myself. Whatever he has promised, whatever I've written down, whatever I've heard and sometimes he makes promises through prophets you know a lot of times we just feel like everybody is not they're just talking but you can identify it in your spirit 
That's right. Because when God sends a word through a prophet, you're going to hear it again. You're going to hear it even within your own self. It will be a confirmation that, you know, God been telling me that. Or later down the line, somebody else is going to tell you and you say, I heard that before. Somebody told me that. And another person may come. And at that point, you know without a doubt, God is talking to you. Hmm. So guess what? Just hold on to that word. As No matter how the storms in life rages and they rage and they're raging right now. Whatever it is, hold on to the promises of God for they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Yes, they are. <clears throat> they are yes and amen. Audience, <laughs> hold on to your promises. Don't give up on them. Giving up on them would be like giving up on God, and you can't. Yeah. You can't afford to. Hold on to those promises. Clutch them to your chest. Like, you know, like when you're clutching something, you're holding something and squeezing it real tight. That's how we mm-hmm. have to hold those promises. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not letting go. No. I'm, I'm so glad for this series. <laughs> I truly am because you know what? Sometimes when life hits the wind out of you, yeah. and you say, God, this you promised me, this is not what you said to me. And you're ready to just say, you know, I don't think that was God. But again, we're looking and we're seeing. Elizabeth, I mean, if she's old, that means there was no sign of monthly thing going on she had passed that stage so passing that stage means in the natural i will never give birth my husband is old Mm -hmm. and i'm old Mm -hmm. the truth be told we normally just say good night and go to bed (laughs) you know but god had to do something at that point to stir up something to get it done so that John the Baptist could be here. That's right. You know? So we're just saying, hold on. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Just trust God. Let's trust God. Let us trust God. I say, let's trust God. Yes. Because I need trust to trust him. him. Yeah. Yes. I got to trust him too. My God. I'm stirred up. I'm going to go look for my promise books. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Go and up those promises that he's given to you, audience. I don't care if you have to recite them every morning and declare that they shall be fulfilled. You do that. Yes, I declare and affirm that all mm-hmm. promises that God has given to us will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Audience, I hope this has been an encouragement for you. And if you know someone else that needs this encouragement, share this podcast with them as well. But I pray it has blessed you and that Are you there? and also healing through the words. Be blessed, everyone.
שלום.